0: You are listening to The Technical SEO Podcast. Hi, and welcome to The Tech SEO Podcast. Today, I'm really pleased to announce that I'm joined by Billy from The SEO Works. Uh, I don't suppose uh, you'd like to provide a bit of background information about yourself? hey yeah
1: of course um so i'm billy also known as billy gina or billy Hyde, or that really annoying person on twitter um i'm a senior account manager at the seo works i've been there about a year and before that i worked in-house doing seo um and before that i was a copywriter for a large um, newspaper publication um nothing before and i just wrote bereavement notices <laughs> um yeah, so that's kind of me.
0: <laughs> well, that's super cool. Um, so you've been in house and you're now agency side. So you've seen you've seen it from both sides, um, which is really interesting. And uh, because of that, you've probably got some really good insights on getting getting uh, recommendations implemented. Because as an SEO, that is something I am constantly like. It's like a massive barrier uh, and it can be quite frustrating, like, especially with when there's like pressing stuff coming up, like the page experience uh, update. It's really important to be making these changes and well, firstly, identifying the changes and then like writing a ticket and passing it to your developer to get it done. But sometimes they have a massive backlog and it can be a nightmare. Um, like, do you have any like tips on how I can help help the process? Um,
1: yeah, so I've got a few different things that have been tried and tested in, in both backgrounds, really. Um, some of them, it won't work for every developer or every um, client that you'll have. Uh, so something that's worked with me, it worked fantastic for me when I worked in-house Okay, and it's only worked maybe twice since I've joined an agency, um, but I've li- um, I'll be sending um, um, my suggestions over to to a developer, and they'll be getting turned down or like, yeah, we'll look at that in a few sprints time. Yeah, what I've started doing is just saying, "Can I come to one of your sprints, maybe once a month, um, or be like attend one Scrum meeting?" Yeah. Um, it doesn't work with every developer. I've had a few, no, like, don't, why are you even asking this? How dare you kind of reactions. <laughs> <laughs> but I've had a few where they're like, yeah, let's do it. And That's like, yeah, it was really surprising when they were, they went for it. It was much easier in-house to do that. Um, but it gives me much more understanding of their workflow and what what things they're rolling out in the coming months. And there's been occasions where... They'll be rolling something out, which is going to improve page speed, without mm-hmm. me even nagging them about it. So then I can kind of, okay, this is going to do this. I'll just move on
0: and start. Yeah. Something else. <laughs> <laughs> That's really interesting. How um, it's like that? It's not for like this, what you you like the strategies that you used in house aren't fully transferable to agency side. But I guess it kind of makes sense as in-house you are like a part of the team it's not like they can run away from you whereas agency you usually I'm guessing you're usually dealing with the clients developers so yeah it's so like there's it like a barrier almost
1: there is and it's we've been with the developers kind of see us as a third party and they I think as in coming from an agency there's much more barriers to break down to kind of get the developer like, okay, yeah, let's actually listen to these suggestions they're making. Mm. Um, there's a lot of relationship building. Um, what I've found really for, for some situations I've found, um, it really works if your client's using a third part, um, a third party developer, um, they're kind of passing along messages from me to them and um, the client sometimes it happened just because the client was kind of sick of not getting it right what I'd been telling them or the developer had been telling them to tell me mm. uh, so the developer was like not the developer sorry the, the client was like I can't do this anymore <laughs> <laughs> you, you need to talk to each other Um
0: yeah I can imagine that's a that, massive headache for them
1: oh yeah definitely it didn't help that they took one thing that I said as make every single page of the website a PDF.
0: <laughs> oh, God. So, like, the home page is a PDF.
1: <laughs> Literally. I, I don't know. I, do, I never said anything along those lines, and that's just what they were convinced was happening. Um, so that, that caused the developer to be like, well, this SEO person doesn't have a clue what they're on oh, about. Yeah. But then I was under the impression the developer wanted to make the entire website PDFs. Um, <laughs> So there was like us kind of like butting heads quite a lot. Mm. And then once that we was able to talk and we kept, kind of had those monthly sprints, things things became a bit more understanding, understandable between us and our, our goals became aligned. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's hard to do. Um, and it, most clients will say, know why do you want to do that I'm your contact but I think it's just worth asking
0: yeah I think I'd agree on that because I'd say similar to you I've 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 not been in-house but I've experienced the fact of uh I write basically you've done a massive audit and there's let's say 26 issues or recommendations from that audit they then get passed to the client um, they can then they then have the opportunity to sort of misinterpret or miscommunicate it by passing it on to the developer. So I definitely find going straight to the source is best. And like you, for one of my current clients, I have a I think it's a monthly scrum or like I think it's monthly um, to discuss certain tickets that we're currently working on. And I personally find that so insightful because you, you're sort of like forced to talk to each other, um, but you can get great results from that because you can get on the same page uh, and you can work together instead of against each other.
1: You 100%, yeah. Um, and it, I always, always find as well that they'll be doing something that, that I'm like, oh my God, I've never even thought of that. There's so much opportunity there. And then that can create a whole new adaption to a strategy mm. um so I think I think there's a lot of developers and SEOs working against each other and it just needs to become a collaborative thing and once we've got that like it all of our jobs will just become so much easier
0: yeah no I agree on that I I'm personally in for an easy life uh, so I'm I'm all for let's get the developers on side uh, so I agree, um, uh, I hope you don't mind, but I noticed you put a tweet up yesterday. It was a little poll um, regarding when uh technical SEO identifies an issue, for example, page speed or mo- mobile usability, whose responsibility is it to resolve the issue? And the two voting options were technical SEO uh, and the other option was developers. What, what's your thoughts on that? See,
1: I'm not sure, <laughs> I'll be honest. There's some stuff where I'm confident that I know how to fix it and make things better. Um, but then there's other things where I'm like, should I spend time to learn how to remove unused CSS or HTML or JavaScript? Well, like how, how do I know what, what to get rid of um, yeah. kind of things? And that's kind of why I've started started that poll because I just genuinely didn't... I just don't know where the border is sometimes. Um, and I think that a lot of SEOs feel that.
0: Yeah, um, I could say I definitely do.
1: But the, the polls um, coming up on my side, because I would normally be like, yeah, that's the developer's job. And so far, <laughs> 78% of the people polled have said, it's the developer's um, problem, not ours. So,
0: um... That makes sense. Like for me, like you're saying, if it's such a simple task and you can do it and it's going to be like quick and easy, then the time that it takes to like write a ticket, brief the developers, then get them to action it. It's actually quicker just to go in and do it. Um, but from the, the other side of it, like where it's completely out of my comfort zone, I ain't going to touch it because... I don't want the, the liability and the risk of potentially breaking something or just making a massive mess. Um, but it's interesting. So then on that, I probably, out of the two options, I probably would side with the developers. Um, but I'm I'm glad that, like, uh, 78% also agree on that.
1: Same, because if, if everyone was like, no, that's up to the technical SEO to fix, I would... I'd very much be thinking I've not been doing my job right at all, ever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jeez, like I could do the basics, like developer stuff, but no, I can't build a theme. No, I can't make like page speed uh, changes and all of that. I can't fix uh, the CLS shift. Jeez, uh, it, no. It's like a whole different different thing in itself.
1: It is and I think that's what some clients don't realize that a technical SEO even if they do know Python or HTML and JavaScript and can do all the things things like that they're still not a developer they don't exactly. well there's probably some out there that have like had experience resolving those issues but majority don't and that's because it's a developer's job to understand that like an SEO specializes in SEO we we don't specialize in developing a site. So exactly. It's just uh, setting those expectations and reminding Mm. clients that that the two different jobs and two different skill sets, although they overlap.
0: Mm. Like, yeah, there's definitely overlap. And like you said, you probably can get someone who can do it all like a T-shaped marketer. Um, And then you've also got people who specialize and excel at certain points and can, can do bits really well especially in development. Um, so I think ultimately depending on what 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 the end goal is it depends on what type of person uh, is used for the like the role um, but either way those like the same strategies for getting the implementation uh, for getting the yeah, tasks implemented can still be used no matter the type of uh, person in the role. Yeah definitely like.
1: It, it, even, even if, sorry, I can't get my words out now. It's fine. Don't worry. Um, even the most advanced technical SEO, I f- like. I'm not them, so I'm speaking completely. Mm-hmm. Just Im- imagining the situation. I think if they're wanting to make changes to fix something big, like 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 that, they do need to tell the developer. They need to it probably needs to go through the same scrum process they probably just can't do it there and then so Mm. they need to still probably that be that ticket system or the communication or something even if they're the one implementing the the fix
0: Mm. um talking of ticket systems do you typically find that um like typically speaking each developer will have their own their own ticketing system whether it's trello uh you name Basecamp or whatever, do you try and, when trying to like get these recommendations implemented, will you try and take to the ticketing system that they use uh, to to like almost be on their side?
1: Yeah, so I try to adapt any ticketing into the way that I know the developer likes to communicate. Um, So for me, I like to, I, I base, I'm basically a walking spreadsheet, every bit of my life is in a spreadsheet. Um, and that's how I have to write out the issues I find for myself. Um, and I like to break that down. Like it's all colour coded, like traffic light, how urgent it is, oh, broken cool. down into which area it falls into, and then the issues and I list the implications. And then even if it's something that I completely don't understand, I'll still link myself like an article about it. So then that's I've got crazy. all the information ready to send to a developer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm <wearing> yourself up. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm so lucky that majority of the developers I work with have just accepted this system. Like mm-hmm. when I, I initially sent it over and they've just ran with it. Um, but it's in a way that I could just easily copy and paste it into um a Trello board or an Asana or a J yeah. or whatever they use. Um, and I think having, having it listed like that for, for yourself um, and then also what I do, so then there's no um, deniability that I've sent it. I also mark off when I've sent it and date it. Um, so then I've got everything I need there and then I know they've got it as well. Um, and I, I just find having that full picture of every issue for myself just makes everything easier for me knowing I've done everything I need to and now it's up to the
0: developers. Yeah I definitely think I like your style on uh making like making it clear as to when it's being sent, uh so there's no sort of wriggling out of that one um I think that's a smart move something I should probably think about more um which is cool um like Today I've been introduced to, uh, I don't know if you've heard of it before, it's called um, Fibonacci. Uh, It's like to do with prioritization. Uh, And apparently it's something uh, developers, like agile developers typically use. Uh, And it's quite cool because it gets the developers involved in the process. Um, So you like list all the issues. And then we as the SEOs, we say, we put an impact score. Um, and then we then send over the doc and we get the developers to list what they think, like the ease of it, the impact score is and basically the implementation. So then those like my score and the developers score is then like um, combined and it then creates this overall prioritization, um, which I think is actually a pretty smart way because then we've managed to get their buy-in almost. Yeah that that sounds actually amazing. What what's that called? Sorry. called Fibonacci. Um I can happily send it over like a message over to after if you'd like. Uh, yeah,
1: 100%. That sounds like an absolute dream. Especially I from experience I've learned to never assume how easy a task is for a developer to to do. Mm. So I love that they can put their ease in. Um so that's um something that I think is just going to be super helpful like And then, yeah, it's like you said, you've got that almost immediate buy-in because they've said Mm. that they're basically saying they're probably going to do it. Especially (laughs) the higher the score they give you and they get, it it means it's going to fall higher on their workflow.
0: Yeah, it's like a higher priority. So I think the highest um, score is like 53 off the top of my head, as in, sorry, the highest impact score that it can have. So that's like, geez, this is urgent, like, red light sort of flashing uh, issue whereas um an eight is like oh there's an issue it exists we'll get round to it sort of thing that's really cool um so i thought that was really interesting and quite useful um and i think like you said as an seo i personally uh i don't honestly know how how hard certain things are so i think getting getting a developer's opinion on it helps to like clarify things and uh so when I'm demanding something or asking for something I now have the clarity understanding how difficult or complex the task is
1: yeah it's it's hard it's just like so difficult to know it's like sorry my words aren't coming out again um (laughs) like a developer has has like we think we've got a lot of data and spreadsheets and yeah. formula to know they've probably got like hundreds more especially if it's like um a fully like custom made cms they use and of things course. like that um so we genuinely unless it's something like updating a meta tag which everyone like I feel like every seo not a meta tag a meta viewport tag I feel like every seo knows that's pretty easy now Mm -hmm. um so so I would be like look it'll just take you two seconds for something like that um but if I was asking them to even just automate some content like run a quick script um I don't know how difficult that would be for them depending on how much content I want to change kind of thing like yeah. because I don't know the languages and the 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 programs they use that well um and again if as, as an agency so I know a little bit of python that's great but what if they're the website they're working is on in c sharp or or yeah. anything else um so we can't just assume things are straightforward if we don't know but um one of the best things I've ever done and I know it's not like probably not as easy as it sounds but I've like from not agency work I don't know these in a work capacity but I've befriended a few developers Mm -hmm. um and if I'm stuck on something I just want to know look does this sound like insane like how wild (laughs) um yeah I was like if I came to you and was like this needs doing now what would your response be, kind of thing?
0: <laughs> no, yeah. go away.
1: Yeah, literally, that they've, they've, they've told me that, but just a bit more explicit. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I think that's a really good idea because uh, it helps prevent like irritating anyone. Because ultimately, we need to keep developers as like on our side and as friends.
1: Yeah, and developers are people too. Like, <laughs> and I, like, I know that's a very obvious thing to say it's forgotten,
0: um, forgotten
1: though yeah it's uh, forgotten all the time and um like p- how we talk to them is just like do this or like exactly. just, just all the time in the world to to do whatever we need um so like befriending people that work in the, that that level of tech has just been so like helpful for me um to just be like Oh, yeah, I kind of need to chill a little bit. And...
0: <laughs> yeah, they're just not going to like me if I ask this.
1: Yeah, and um, basically, once you've that relationship between you and the developers, like being damaged, it's so much harder to repair a, um, a working relationship
0: mm. than it
1: is to just build one from the onset.
0: Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree, especially like cuz you can gradually build that trust whereas once that trust's gone it it's it's painful it'll be challenging yeah that um, that's
1: an understatement really
0: <laughs> basically it makes your life hell <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so then that this brings me to ask my final question do you have like a top 3 of absolute don'ts like don't don't even bother like Uh, trying to get do taking a certain approach to get recommendations done
1: hmm well yeah a little bit um so my okay I'm just picking my top three here
0: (laughs) sorry I've put you on the spot here
1: no it's fine I love it it's um so my first thing would be to not oversimplify what you're yeah. asking them like um I'm saying this with experience so um I've on occasion done a crawl on like Sitebulb, bulb found a bunch of hints on it and just copied and pasted the hint and yeah. what I like about Sitebulb, it does it tells you what the issue is and its implications um but what I've found it either explains them just a little bit um like right, oversimplified, and then there's some of some of them it'll say it's critical or high issue. Yeah. Um, but it's just I've took it to the developer and they're like, You're being a bit dramatic
0: here. <laughs> I um, think we're we're all um probably uh like have all done that, I think.
1: Definitely. I don't I don't know an SEO who hasn't done that, but I try my best to steer them away.
0: Mm. Um
1: so my advice is to take those hints and the advice any tools give you. Um, use them as your base of what you're going to suggest to them, but do your own research and rephrase it to how you think the developer would respond better to it. Um, if if that's the approach you're taking by doing a crawl like that and just using yeah. all, all that data as your baseline. Um, another bit of advice would be Um, to consider the evidence you're taking to them. Um, There's no point in spending hours trying to find a thousand examples of an issue. Yeah. I've done it. I think everyone's done it. I was going
0: to say, I've done that.
1: (laughs) I literally did it just today. And I'm like, I need to practice what I preach sometimes. Um, It's so easy to get swept up into, oh, here's how bad this issue is. Oh, here's another example. And all of a sudden you've got a massive spreadsheet. Yeah. Uh, Just try to reduce that sample you're getting try and take them 20 50 or 100 examples of it like what whatever you how like vary depending on how difficult the issue is to identify or Mm -hmm. how long it's actually going to take you to find because on more than one occasion I've took the issue to them and I've found loads of examples and then the, the developer wants to see how like if, I, if I've got got all the examples and stuff like that, and they you just run a really quick script in Python and then have this massive list. And I spent like six hours compiling things <laughs> in 20 minutes.
0: That is always the way. And in that moment, I'd probably just want to curl up in a ball and cry for the amount of time I just wasted.
1: Definitely, your heart just drops. <laughs> um, but you can't admit that it took you that long.
0: No. you definitely <laughs> can't.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so always provide examples and don't, but just don't go wild with it. Um, and then, um, my final don't is to not do the research on the issue. Um, so you you know what the problem is, um, but how is that problem going to translate to the CMS and the program? Um, is it, Something that's going to be really complicated um, to resolve. Um, does the CMS even have the capabilities to do what you want it to do? Um, consider things like that. So then, if the developer looks at it and is says that, that they haven't got capacity or they can't do it, you're less disheartened. But then you've also got you you kind of knew it was coming, so you've probably got alternative suggestions.
0: Yeah. Um, that's a good one actually. Um, taking into account like what what you actually have there, what the platform is, um, because certain things aren't possible across all platforms. They have their own nuances.
1: Definitely. Um, there's a Chrome plugin called whatruns.com. Ooh.
0: Um
1: and I use that all the time. Um, it just tells me literally if it's built on WordPress, what plugins they use, what theme they use. Oh, that's um, cool and stuff like that so it just helps me with with that bit of research
0: oh awesome thanks for that yeah that's a one I should have a look into
1: definitely I probably say its name like three times a day I'm just (laughs) upset
0: soon you'll be getting a discount code and
1: I've been trying
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's great (laughs) <laughs> oh I love Grammarly that's a good
1: one I, I don't oh, think I can write a sentence without it these days <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh I've really enjoyed uh speaking with you today Billy thanks so much for joining and being a guest on the Tech SEO podcast I've really really had great fun me too thank you so
1: much for having me thanks
0: I'll catch okay. you in a bit
1: all right bye